This week on That's How I Roll, it's time for the top 10 of 2018 plus goals. You got them. We know it. We want to hear it. All that and more coming up this week on That's How I Roll. Buckle up. It's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's now it's the second, but I started pre-production on the show on the first. But here we are. It's 2019, and I am Jeremiah Isley. Thanks for tuning in to That's How I Roll. I hope... 2018 was amazing. And I hope 2019 is going to be amazing too. So um, yeah, welcome to this year. Happy New Year. All that fun stuff. I got a little bit of housekeeping to get out of the way. And then I've got some cool stuff to tell you about as we carry on with this episode. It's episode 104. So that's pretty cool. We got that going for us. But I want to let you know, Patreon is still a thing. It's still happening. You can go over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon. Find out all the cool ways you can help us out and all the cool little trinkets you can get. Lots of cool promo items from some wonderful publishers in the gaming industry. So you can check that out by, like I said, going to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon or searching for Theology of Games on the Patreon site. You help support all the shows that we do including this podcast, including the Theology of Games podcast, which just recently released a special Christmas episode. It's a little late, but it's still a good episode. You should go take a listen to it. A lot of fun there with Scott Firestone and AJ Skifstad and myself. And speaking of those guys, we also do a show called Board Games Daily, where you can tune in pretty much every day on Anchor. If you're listening via the Anchor app, that's cool. If not, you can catch it wherever you listen to podcasts. And that's pretty fun because as things happen in the board gaming industry, we're there to talk about it each and every day. Also, if you don't want to listen to more podcasts, but you need more theology of games in your life, you can do that by following us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those things, just search Theology of Games and we come up it's pretty easy to do. So there's my housekeeping. Don't forget all of those things because otherwise I've just spent all that time talking about them in vain. (laughs) So here's a quick rundown of today's show going to do a quick word on the street segment. I got a couple things I want to talk to you about, including a contest. That's right. I've got, so yeah, first of all, 12 days of Christmas contest happened last month. Don't you know, it was pretty awesome. And we had a lot of fun doing that. And I just shipped out the rest of the prizes. So most everybody should have them by now. Uh, I haven't checked the tracking on those, but those prizes should be well within the clutches of our lucky, lucky winners. If that's not you, 
If you didn't win a sweet, sweet prize, don't despair. We've got a contest coming up. So I'll talk about that in the Word on the Street segment. And then this is it. It's it's January. I know a lot of people kind of do these right at the end of December. I, this is just how it worked out, right? So we're in January. I'm doing my top 10. It's actually, spoiler alert, it's a top 10 plus one. That last spot, I just couldn't really figure out where to get it in there. But uh, that's, uh, we, we'll get to that when we get to that. But uh, I think that's that's all I've got. I'm not doing a review this week. We Plenty to talk about as we move on through this episode. So uh, with that, I'm going to get on to the word on the street. Okay, so the word on the street is, do you remember November? (laughs) So November, like right around Thanksgiving, the week before, I caught like this cold thing and I went to the doctor and I was like, look, you got to give me something because I've got so much going on. I've got a show that I'm in. I've got all this stuff going on. Uh, Turns out, went through all of that. I got some antibiotics it cleared most of it up, but I have been coughing for like six weeks, seven weeks. So I'm hoping that I don't have to cough a whole lot, but I'm still like fighting some weird congestion and I'm listening in my headphones right now. My voice doesn't sound right. So I don't know what's up with it, but this has nothing to do with the word on the street. I've got some stuff to talk about. And what I want to talk about is goals. Okay. So we always talk we, I, I say we as in like the human race, as far as I know, uh, most of the human race talks about New Year's resolutions. Maybe it's just an American thing. I don't know. Um, I know there are folks that listen overseas and other countries. So is that a thing? Like, is that overseas? I, I, I'm really questioning myself now. So in America... We say, oh, what are your New Year's resolutions? Which means I'm resolving to do XYZ this year, which a lot of it has to do with, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, like gym membership spike in January. And, oh, I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to do whatever. You know, these are all good things, right? So we all sort of have these resolutions that we we go through and we declare during uh, New Year's time, this time of year. So I want to talk about that a little bit, but I'm not so much in the resolution thing, more of like, let's set goals, right? Like, what are we going to do? What am I going to accomplish? And uh, so, like I said, whether that's an American thing or a worldwide thing, hopefully some of our international listeners will write in or tweet at me or whatever. Let me know where <laughs> if I'm totally just head up my butt American guy. <laughs> <laughs> or if uh, this is something that happens around the world, uh, I'd love to hear that. But um, the uh, I want to talk about this because I have so many goals. And so here's the thing. I, I don't know if that just means I'm just unhappy with a lot of things in my life or I'm just that driven that I have a lot of things that I want to move towards. Right. So I've got, uh, 
commitments that I want to make, like goals that I'm setting for theology of games and for this show and for our other shows. Like I'm committing to doing 50 shows of that's how I roll this year. Now there's 52 weeks in a year. So obviously I'm giving myself two weeks off. I think we can all handle that, right? I I know you guys miss me when I'm gone, but I would love to get in 50 solid good shows this year. I'm also, I want to commit to being more entertaining, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I come on and I give you guys good information, or at least I try to, uh, of about board games and the board game industry. And like, hey, I'm reviewing this game. Here's what I think of it. But at the same time, I feel like as I've gone back and kind of listened to some older shows and stuff over the last year or so, I feel like I kind of get in this rut of like, I'm just cranking this bad boy out. Let's go. And not really digging in and and trying to be creative and entertaining and, and sort of stretching myself that way. So that's kind of where I am with this show. Personally, I have goals, like just things that I want to accomplish around our home and our property. Um, you know, things personally, like just kind of getting in better shape and that kind of thing. I mean, it's, that's something I'm always working at. Uh, professionally, I've got a lot of goals that I want to achieve as well. So I want to know, and this is where, this is where the contest comes in. I want to know what your goals are. Now I've set up a contest. It'll be, it's going to pop up very, very soon. Probably by the time you hear this, on our website. You can go to theologyofgames.com. We'll have a landing page there and you can go, you can enter. There's a form there. You can upload content to that, or you can just go to social media. So you can go to Instagram, you can go to Facebook and you can go to Twitter. All you have to do is you can tweet at us just, Hey, here are my goals for 2019. Use the hashtag. That's how I roll podcast. So just all one word smash together, just like you do in a, in a hashtag. That's how I roll podcast. You can tweet at us, tell us your goals. You can show us on Instagram, be creative that way. You can use video on Instagram. You can use video or pictures on Facebook. Tell us what your goals are for 2019. Now this isn't just like, Hey, gaming goals, then that's great because I want to talk about my gaming goals here in just a second, but you can also talk about your life goals, your professional goals, your whatever it is. I want to know what's driving you into 2019. And um, so do that. And if you do that and you use that hashtag, that's how I roll podcast, you will be entered to win. Are you ready for this? It's a pretty cool prize. If you ask me, I've got a copy of Hero Realms from White Wizard Games, as well as a copy of their newest, the Star Realms Frontiers game. I'm giving those both away. It's one prize. You're going to get two games. And uh, I'm telling you, I reviewed uh, Star Realms Frontiers uh, a few episodes back, a couple months ago. Really good game, solid game. If you love deck builders, this is the prize for you. These are two must-haves that you have to put in your collection. They're outstanding. You're going to love them. So all you have to do is just tweet at us or use the hashtag on any, any social media. Be creative. Be fun. We'll pick a winner out of the ones that use the hashtag. That's how I roll podcast. You can also get entries. If you go to, go to the website, go to theologyofgames.com. 
click onto that entry. There's a form there. You can follow us on all the socials. Um, you can upload content there if you want to put it up there. It kind of populates a gallery online so folks can see that. So do that. It's going to be awesome. It's the 2019 Goals Contest. Can't wait to see what you guys are into and what's driving you and what's inspiring you in this coming year. Um, I just, I, I'm excited for this year, 2018. So listen, if you, if you, you've been listening to this show, you know, 2017 was really, really hard for us. Um, we had a baby in the NICU for a a while. We had a house fire, like stuff went down (laughs) in 2017. 2018 was pretty awesome until the end of the year when my dad got cancer. So, um, I'm, I'm very hopeful for 2019, but I also realize, like, look, life, life is hard. Like life happens, right? So, um, let's stay inspired. Let's stay driven and let's, let's encourage each other through this year as we get started here in 2019. And if you share that with me, I'll give <laughs> you got a chance to win a couple free games. So what could be better than that? All right. So talking of goals, I'm going to share, I, I know I talked about some of my professional goals and some of my personal stuff, um, but here are my gaming goals. So this is super cool. I talked about this actually a whole year ago. I, I talked about, you know, what are your gaming goals? And I said, oh, I'd really like to do like a 10 by 10 challenge, or I just like to have more time to game and things like that. Well, super, super awesome. My wife for Christmas got me a 10 by five board. So it's not the full 10 by 10, but it's 10 games by five plays, right? So if you don't, if you're not familiar with this, just search like Instagram or go on Etsy. She actually got this one for me on Etsy. And it's cool. Actually, if you go to our Instagram page, a couple photos back, they, um, I believe it's daft concepts on Etsy they customized it and they'll put anything you want like on the top. So she got it. It says, that's how I roll on the top. She customized it for the show, which was really, really cool. And uh, I opened this thing on Christmas morning and I was like, well, first of all, I pulled like some random part out and I was like, what, what is this? And then when I figured out what it was, I got it all out. I was really, really excited because, you know, just with, we've been so busy and we've got a, a toddler in the house. Um, but, you know, my wife was like, we're going to play games this year. You and I are going to have some time to sit down at the table. And she enjoys the time that we spend together playing games. So, so excited about that. So here are the games that we have, we've picked to put on the board for this year. Uh, and the cool thing is, is we kind of split it up. I took three, she took three. And each of our boys took two, so we've got ten all together, and we're all we're all going to kind of work at this together and play these games. So her three were Carcassonne, Ticket to Ride, and Kingdom Builder. Kingdom Builder is actually the first one that we've played so far. We've played it twice already, so we're making progress there. Uh, I picked Orleans, Thunderstone Quest, and Valeria. These are three games that I really think, especially my wife, is going to like. Um, so these are probably games we won't... Well, we've played Valeria with the boys before, but uh, I think she's going to like these games. She hasn't played any three of those, any of those. So um, I'm really excited to introduce those to her. 
And then uh, my oldest, Xavier picked Star Realms and Everdell. Two solid choices. Really excited about that. And then Cooper, my middle child, is uh, looking forward to playing Roll For It and Queen Domino. Again, two great choices. I like that there's a nice little filler in there with Roll For It because, uh, you know, I tried to pick games that were kind of medium weight and... um, but I think having a nice little filler in there, it's kind of cool because we can play one of the other games, also play a game of role for it, and we make progress on two of those. So those are the gaming goals that we have for 2018. So stoked about it. And like I said, I can't, I'm, I'm just super pumped that my wife got me uh, this 10 by 5 board, and I'm really looking forward to it. But I'm looking forward to hearing what your goals are too. Don't forget to go ahead and enter that contest. Okay, this is it. This is the moment you've all been waiting for. I know... Everybody was just waiting through Christmas and New Year's just going, man, when is the That's How I Roll top 10 coming out? I have to know which games made it on the list, which one's number one. I know you're just pining away for this information. So I'm going to give it to you right now. And I'm so excited you can't even believe it because you know this was actually a really hard list and especially I would say gosh I don't know I mean all of these all of these games it's like a razor's edge it's like such a razor thin margin between them you could literally say Jeremiah you're completely wrong you need to switch these two or this one or that and I'd be like Sure, great. I'm fine with that because these are all such great games. 2018, I think, was a really, really good game year. It was a great year for really fun games. And uh, we've seen a couple publishers really rise up. And I'm just, I'm excited for 2019. But man, looking back on 2018, what a great year for games. Here it is. I've got 10 and 10A because just because I think these are two really fun games. They're both actually pretty, very different, but they just kind of squeaked right into that list. And um, so these games are one Koi from Smirk and Laughter, which is this cool programming game where there's this beautiful board that's a koi pond and players are playing as these koi. They're trying to like eat frogs and dragonflies. And it is just a really, really fun programming thinky kind of game. And again, it's gorgeous, really good components. So this one crept onto the list there. And then right next to it, I have that's not lemonade. That's not lemonade is a really fun bluffing party game. 
and it's just it's it's such a fun goofy game it's it's just a press your luck game you take a card if you get a lemon or an ice card you you're in still if you get a that's not lemonade card guess what you drank pp and now you're out so um fun little game super easy to learn played it on new year's eve and it still holds up. It's great. So those are the those are the two starters. Those are where we're kind of starting this this thing off at ten and ten A or plus one or whatever you want to say. Koi from Smirk and Laughter, and that's not lemonade from Tuesday Night Games. Okay, number nine is from Calliope Games, and it's Capital City. Capital City is. It's like this, I don't even know how to say this, you know, like the, the mechanic of this game, you're, you're building this town. It's like an old West theme and there's these cool cards that work in conjunction and you can employ people into these businesses that you buy as this train rolls into town. And it's just a fun little game. It's really tight. Like it's four turns. I believe it's four turns and like the game is quick and over so like every decision holds a lot of weight really really well designed really fun little game i don't think it really got the attention that it deserves calliope's really been pushing like the manski caper and some of their other games lately and somehow i think capital city just kind of slid like right under the radar with them uh you know folks that are looking at them even just kind of oh Mansky Capers coming out, but Capital City, outstanding game. I haven't played Mansky Caper, and that might have made it on my list had I gotten my copy in time, but it's coming soon for me. So maybe it'll make the 2019 list. Who knows? But Capital City is number nine for me. All right, number eight is uh, this is this is interesting because. Well, we'll just, I'll talk about it when we get there. But number eight is from Keymaster Games, and it's Space Park. So Space Park is, again, I don't know that I would necessarily have a, a general description for the mechanics, but it's basically you, you pick one of the available spots where there's a rocket, and that gives you a resource, or that gives you some other ability, and you do it, and then you move that rocket to the next open spot, and then the next player takes the turn. I just taught you how to play the game. That's how easy it is, but it's so fun. You're collecting these cards, and which essentially are giving you victory points and extra abilities or extra resources. Really fun game, really simple game. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Keymaster Games has done nothing but put a high, high emphasis on the aesthetic of a game as well as the design. Obviously, they're designing good games. They're putting good games out, but they are really, really ratcheting up the bar on artwork and aesthetics and components. And Space Park does not come short on any means on all those fronts. It made my list at number eight. It's great. I love it. Check it out. Space Park number eight. Okay, number seven. Number seven is um, a game that I would like to send to you. 
It's Star Realms Frontiers. So here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> I say I want to send it to you because of the contest. Remember, we just talked about that. Okay, the, here's the thing with Star Realms Frontiers. I'm going to tell you. I wh- When I first thought, you know, when I first saw that it was coming out and I got a copy of it while I was at Origins, I was like, oh, cool. I, I love Star Realms. I've said it's one of the best deck builders ever. I don't know that it's overtaken like Dominion because Dominion is really, really good. But I say all that to say, oh, do we need more? Like how there's been a ton of like these little expansions and extra promo cards. I mean, there's a lot to Star Realms, right? And, you know, when it was first, when it was first released, it was the whole selling point was 15 bucks, small box, two players can play, boom, you're done. And now it's, of course, grown into this massive thing. So I was like, well, do we need more Star Realms? But here's the cool thing. So Star Realms Frontiers gives you all these cool like co-op solo mode things where you're you're fighting the game and there's these different scenarios, right? So there's these big cards that come out, tells you how you play against and how you beat this scenario as you play the game. But if you don't want to play that, you can use all of the cards in there. There's a whole set, a whole new set of trade row cards. So it's like 80 some cards that are brand new, all new ships that you can buy to put into your deck. So you, it looks and feels like uh, regular Star Realms, right? You've got your your vipers and your what is it your scouts and everything for your starting deck but that's where it ends because every other ship that you can put into your deck every other outpost all of that stuff is all brand new so it's like a whole new version of star realms and it's still fantastic so check out star realms frontiers it came in at number seven it's really really awesome Okay, number six is a similarly, I can't say similarly at this hour. It's almost one o'clock in the morning, folks. Anyway, it's a very similarly themed game as Star Realms. And this one is Space Base from AEG. That's right, Alderac Entertainment Group. Uh, This is a very, very cool sort of engine builder but your engine's already kind of built when you start it this game's really really cool uh i was wondering because last year valeria card kingdoms made my top 10 list and when i heard the description of space base i was like this one sounds a lot like uh a lot like you know valeria which sounds a lot like machikuro which So do we need this game? Yes, we do. There's a lot of different elements to how uh, you get your ships to work on your roles and then also get them to work on other people's roles. So you get resources and things like that. It's really, really fun. It's really easy to learn, but it's, uh, it's great. I really, really like space base. Um, Just, I love that engine building type of game. Obviously, Valeria is one of my favorite games. So when this came along, I was, like I said, I was critical. I was like, do we need this game? Uh, 
but you do like it add, it's a different version of it it does different things and it adds different strategies so they both are great for their own reasons and i'm i'm super super into this one so it came in at number six that's space space from aeg all right we're at the top five now and this is very very cool as we head to the last half of the top games of 2018 We've got a repeat from another publisher that was earlier in the list, which I sort of alluded to (laughs) earlier on, but another game from Keymaster Games, and this one is Caper. Caper is a two-player game where players are playing against each other trying to pull off a heist. So you're trying to steal from historical landmarks or museums or... Famous places from around the world, mostly Europe, right? And it's just this really fun sort of drafting mechanism. And it's a very, very well thought out, well measured little two-player game. Lots to think about, but not overly think about. And again, artwork is spot on. It's like Wes Anderson meets the Pink Panther, meets uh, tabletop gaming. It's great. It's so fun. It's one of my new favorite two-player games. I honestly, I don't get this one to the table nearly as much as I should. I got to keep playing this one. This one should have been on my my 10 by 5 board. I just ran out of room. But uh, it it's such a fantastic game. Keymaster Games has come out of nowhere folks and they are killing it i can't wait for their expansion to campy creatures just keep it coming guys you're doing awesome and uh you got two games on my top 10 list from 2018 so there it is that's caper from keymaster games all right number four This one, I knew right away, as soon as I played it, I said, this game's making my top 10 list this year. And I was so excited when I got it. Are you ready? This one, number four, is Dungeon Raiders, the second edition from Devere Games. If you listened back, I don't know, it was over the summer, I guess, when I reviewed this one. I said right away, I was like, listen, the first edition Dungeon Raiders was really fun. I really, really liked it. It, it stayed in my collection despite like some component weirdness and some setup clunkiness and things like that, because the gameplay is really, really fun. I got handed a copy of Dungeon Raiders and I, well, this is kind of a fun story. So I stopped by the DeVere booth. There was nobody there that I could talk to. I had very little time when I was at Origins because I was at the booth so much at our booth. And I left my card. I said, hey, I'd love to talk to somebody. Uh, the the guy, Matt, who's usually there, wasn't there. But there's another guy that stopped by and I've got his card somewhere. I don't, I'm blanking on his name right now. But he's like, hey, I'd, I'd love to get you some stuff. What do you have? What do you don't have? And he's like, okay, cool. Well, I'll get you Dungeon Raiders. And he walked away super fast 
to go back to his booth. And I was like, oh shoot, I should have, I didn't get a chance to tell him I already have Dungeon Raiders. And then he shows up with this new box with new artwork and new components and new, and I was like, oh, is this, what did, what happened? He's like, oh, we retweaked some of the rules. We retweaked the setup and the components. And I was like, you are kidding me. I can't believe this. This is the best thing ever. I was so excited. It's such a great game. Um, really backstabby, competitive, but sometimes you have to work together. I This game is great. I, we played this one on New Year's Eve as well, and it still holds up. It's so fun. I played with people who are very casual gamers. I played with my, you know, my boys and everything in between. It was so great. It's so fun. I love this game so much. Dungeon Raiders, the second edition, go out and get a copy of it. It's not expensive. Devere Games, don't sleep on them. I keep saying this. They've got really, really good games, and I still feel like people don't know about them in the States. So check it out from Devere Dungeon Raiders, the second edition. All right, we are at the top three. We're getting down to the nitty gritty, and we've got another repeat publisher. This this is crazy. I've had two games from two publishers twice now. So that doesn't even make sense. I've had two publishers with two games, and this is number three, Thunderstone Quest. That's right, another Alderac game. Thunderstone Quest is the latest in the Thunderstone world and all the Thunderstone stuff that happened with AEG, but this one is just great. It's So here's the thing, right? We talked about Star Realms having all these expansions and all these cards. Again, question it if you like, but they're good. You need them all, right? Dominion has 400 million expansions, might be an exaggeration but there's a lot of it right and you pay like 40 50 bucks 30 bucks whatever to get a box with a bunch more cards thunderstone just said aeg was like here we go here's a thousand cards in a giant box that weighs like nearly 20 pounds and you have so many cards to play through you you won't even believe it Oh, by the way, we hit all these stretch goals. Here's miniatures. Here's player boards. Here's, it's really, really great. The game itself is super fun. Uh, the, you know, it plays like a classic deck builder, but there's this cool wrinkle of delving into the dungeon and having enough light and torches to get to the rooms you need to get to. And oh, by the way, you've got to kill a big bad monster when you're in there really cool game it's it's great it came in at number three and like i said when we get onto this list all of these games it's like razor thin margin but thunderstone quest is number three game of 2018 number two this is probably going to be a shocker for some folks but man i can't get enough of this game i've played this game with my kids i've played it with my wife i've played this game with gamers and it's good it and it's probably the shortest game i have in my collection probably this game is so 
unbelievably well-designed, so sleek, so just, it just makes me happy to be a gamer. Coming in at number two from Deep Water Games, Hanamakoji. Hanamakoji, you're trying, it's basically area control in the theme of geishas. Like there's these seven geishas trying to win their favor. If you win four of the seven, you win, or they each have a point value. You win 11 points, you win. It takes, at the most, it takes like three rounds. I don't think I've ever gone past two. Maybe I've played a game of three, but everybody has four actions. It's a two-player game. Each player has the same four actions that they can play at any time that they want. You draw a card, you do an action, and that's your turn. And you go through the four actions. At the end of that, you settle it up. Whoever has the most point cards on their side of each of those geisha cards, they win the favor. That's the game. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so fun. It's so thinky. Like there's, you think, oh, there's only four actions. How many different strategies can you employ? You would be surprised. There's so many different ways that you can play this game. And <laughs> my wife and I, the one time we played it, it was like, we, I don't know, we played it like three or four times in a row. And she kept like trying to figure, like she would figure out the way that I'm going about it. And I'm like, I have to do something about this. And then I would, and then she'd be like, oh, you're doing this. And then she would start to figure out what I was, like it was just very, very cool. Especially for somebody, like if you know the person you're playing with, it's really, really cool to figure out the way they're thinking and the way they're going about it. Hanamakoji, great game. Uh, came out of out of nowhere this year here in America. I, it's been around for a while um, overseas, but, you know, and it's, here's the thing. It's another one of those games that flew under the radar. Welcome to, for Deep Water Games, just jumped off the page. It it went crazy and it probably would have made my top 10. I don't have a copy of it, so I didn't really get a chance to play it and give it a good shakedown. But um, Hanamakoji just kind of got lost in that shuffle and in that hype. And it doesn't deserve that. It deserves to be well recognized because it is outstanding. And then there was one. So here we are, guys. Number one game for me of 2018. And man, this game, I... I don't even know what to say, but it's so, so good. This game is from Starling Games. And my number one game of 2018 is Everdell. So Everdell looks gorgeous. You can see that because it looks, right? (laughs) You look at it, you see it on Instagram, people posting pictures with this giant tree and there's like game pieces stuck on the tree and these cool meeples. Now I have the collector's edition. So like I've got the cool, really nice components. The meeples are great. They're just adorable. They're these little woodland creatures. The card artwork is fantastic. And oh, by the way, the game is great. 
it's super super fun it just uh, it's it is the exact right weight euro worker placement game that it just plays so smooth and it's so fun to learn and so fun to teach there's no there's no like oh my gosh are we done learning this game and there's no like man i'm just walking through this game there's nothing exciting here it plays so smooth it plays so fun it looks great i just it's it's my number one game what else do i need to say it's the game of the year for me it's fantastic from starling games everdell go get it go play it spring for the collector's edition because it's outstanding and you really need to have it gosh i can't believe how long this episode got so there it is that's my top 10 game list of 2018 don't forget don't forget the contest go to twitter go to the facebook and go to uh, instagram use the hashtag that's how i roll podcast Go to theologyofgames.com. We'll have a, a splash page up there, a landing page where you can get all that contest details. But all you got to do is share those goals, right? Share your goals with us for 2019. Like I said, gaming goals, personal goals, professional, whatever it is that you're working toward, whatever is inspiring you, driving you, kicking your butt into gear for 2019. I want to hear it. I want to read it. I want to see it. Show us what your goals are for 2019, and you could win those cool games. Hero Realms and Star Realms Frontiers could be yours for sharing your goals. And most importantly, let's do this, man. I want to I wanna see what you guys are doing. It's going to be awesome. This, this year, I can feel it. There's just good things in store for all of us. So let's go. Let's get this thing going. And uh, I'm going to get out of here. Don't forget, if you want to call in and be a part of the show, too, TOG Hotline, 216-352-3864. Love to have you be a part of the show. So if you want to react to my top 10 list, tell me I'm totally wrong. Bring it on. Let's go. (laughs) If you want to gush over any of the games that I put on my list, bring it on. Let's go. And uh, we'll be back next week again with another episode of That's How I Roll. I'm going to start reviewing some of the games that I've been playing lately so I can kind of get that thing rolling and get that queue cleared out as they start to pile up in there. But I'm looking forward to getting things rolling here and uh, I'm going to get out of here because it's really late and I'm really tired and I, I got to start editing and I don't even know what I'm saying. So there it is. Until next week, I just have to say I'm Jeremiah Isley. And if you don't like my top 10 list, that's just too bad because that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. 
If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.